Welcome to the PlaceboCast. Today is Wednesday, June 18th. My name is Tony. And I'm Joseph. How are you doing today, Joseph? It is really hot here back at the capital of the Silicon Valley. So You should come down to the uh, south pole of the Silicon Valley in San Francisco. You mean north pole? <laughs> it's north of San Jose. North, south, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Who needs who needs directions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, big topic of today: uh, the Amazon had their uh, big press conference today to release or announce their first smartphone. Yep. They're joining a very uh, heated market with Apple, Samsung, Google, you name it. It's definitely very crowded now than right. it was before. Right. It definitely took their sweet time. Seven years after the original iPhone came out. Yep. Uh, seven years, not too late, hopefully. <laughs> well, you do know that Apple did create the smartphone category, so... Yeah, yeah. And... Uh, what do, what do we know so far about today's uh, new phone? With uh, they call it the Fire Phone. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Wait. So the Kindle Tablet or the Fire? It's called the Fire Tablet and then the Fire Phone. Yeah. And the operating system is called Fire OS. Fire OS. I really like Fire. I don't like <laughs> Fire because it's hot and it's really hot here. <laughs> you know the <laughs> you know the funniest thing. For a company called named after a, a rainforest, <laughs> a lot of their latest products are <laughs> named after well fire related. Products. I think their their engineers, <laughs> the engineers who came up with these these names are just laughing like all day every day, or they're just doing this despite John Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and uh, w- w- so leading up to this this uh, this event. The biggest rumor was this supposed 3D feature. Yeah. And I, I, did you see that promo video or that that um, that hype video or that commercial that they released a week ago, where they showed various cameos of customers trying out the supposed smartphone? Uh, are, are you following which one I'm talking about? They're all uh, admired. I've, I've heard of it, but I haven't actually watched. <laughs> So in the entire scene, they, you only see their reactions. You don't see what they're looking at. And, and then supposedly, because of this new 3D interface, they're like, wow, this is so amazing. Me, yeah. I'm translating it as, wow, this is a novelty that will wear off right away after the first time you see it. This definitely feels like a cheap novelty. It's, I don't see very, a lot of practical usage yeah. Or it's like Samsung throwing a bunch of stuff on the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. So we'll have to see in the future. So they call it dynamic perspective. Yeah. Which I'm still wrapping my head around as to what the hell that actually means. Um, but from what I've read, the closest thing that um, that reminds me of is the the iPhone. You know, they have the parallax effect where you yeah. tilt your phone and then you can see bits of depth you know what i'm talking about you have yeah, an iPhone. yeah it's very subtle uh like layering that they're trying right. to promote on ios Did, do you still have parallax enabled on your phone uh yeah it's really it's it's a gimmicky like cheesy feature that it's enjoyable from time to time how so 
I mean, I just like shake. <laughs> so I get really bored and I just like tilt my phone left to right. And it's like, ah, yeah, yeah. The little icons get to move a bit. Like, that's cool. You, you lead nice a very feature. simple life. <laughs> yeah. So you got to appreciate the simple things, Tony. That's what I've learned. Speaking of tilting, um, so this, this awesome feature, you can tilt to scroll through a web page. Yeah. It's, that sounds awfully a lot like when Samsung exactly. released the Galaxy S4, you could tilt. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're pulling the Samsung, just throwing stuff mm. on the wall. And then there was a similar one with Samsung where um, if you're looking away from your phone, let's say you're watching a video and you look away, someone calls you, and the, the front-facing camera supposedly can detect that you're, you're not looking, and then it'll pause it. So... <laughs> similar to how yeah. similar to that they have supposedly four cameras on the front that can uh, it's that can readily adjust depending on uh, your your position from the phone the angle at which you're looking at the phone and it will dynamically change that perspective whatever that even means honestly i i don't i don't know what how what how useful that will be Right. I, well, see, they they released a SDK uh, for uh, I don't know what they call it, dynamic perspective SDK. So the the they're just laying the groundwork, right? So that developers can show up yeah. and then build that into their apps, whatever that might look like six months from now. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems kind of like unnatural to do some like tilting thing for your phone. Mm. It's like you just. People just grab their phones, they just look at it straight ahead, facing their face. I don't see any, I don't know, it seems like it's one of those weird things where you just have to do some really weird hand or head gesture, and then you'll just look like an idiot doing it in public, so. The interesting. I don't know, I don't know if it's going to catch on. Yeah. The interesting thing is when they try to promote it uh, with advertising. So, you know, you've all seen the, you know, the uh, billboards and, and posters all across uh, wherever you are yeah. but with with you know dynamic dynamic perspective you can't really showcase that in a static image and have you ever seen those yeah. ads where they change as you move depending on what you're looking at so like if you if you're you on like those as you walk past 3D, it, it yeah the faux 3d ones yes yeah, yeah sort of like that yeah. so and the, i can imagine amazon pulling something like that off just to market their phone yeah. I don't know. It's just <laughs> I'm a very practical person and I just don't see how this will help anybody. Right. It just seems like one of those things <laughs> where the marketing guys right. just said, "Hey, this looks like a cool feature. Let's 3D. try to sell it to people." Yeah. It's like the uh, HTC trying to sell 3D phones or 3D displays, 3D cameras or something. And then you can show it on your phone. That never caught on cuz no one cared. Mm. Or it's not very practical. Like, it's a nice gimmicky feature, but I don't see any sort of like real world like this is a must have feature. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a little bit too skeptical about these kind of things. I think Amazon really needs to demonstrate what that killer use case is that you're 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 essentially saying, right? What yeah. does tilting my phone and and being able to uh, interact with my phone without tapping on it? What what benefit does that give me over an Android or an iPhone? Yeah. Right. And uh, they sort of gave one demo demo of what that might be with a 
3D mapping app, right? So as you zoom yeah. in, like on the Empire State Building, and you tilt your phone, then you can see Yelp reveal Yelp reviews of local restaurants in the area, and then you tilt away, and then those disappear. So it's sort of like you're navigating and looking around this 3D object. Yeah, I can picture someone doing that. And they're gonna look like an idiot doing <laughs> it. It's like you're gonna you're gonna walk up this walk next to some guy waiting for something, and he's gonna pull out his uh, fire phone and he's gonna like do this weird like flying <laughs> joysticking motion in the air, and it's gonna be like what are kids you doing, these man? days, yeah, them and their phones. I don't know. It's it's it just seems like one of those. Ge- I don't. It's like yeah. It's I just don't see any hardcore like everyday use case for these kind of things right well i i i really want to try this out whenever it shows up at best buy or wherever best they buy. i assume it's that best buy because that's where they yeah. sell their kindle fire tablets yeah it's yeah. unfortunate you didn't get the invite to the uh to, to the, the event, event. Yeah. oh yeah speaking of which <laughs> they said that sixty thousand people applied for it uh-huh. And they invited 300. <laughs> Talk about so it's easier to get into Stanford than, than to get, a, get an invite into this uh, press event. I'd rather go to Stanford than go to <laughs> the event. Uh, yeah. But that's pretty crazy. They really are trying to sell this exclusivity specialness thing. <laughs> I don't know. It still costs 650 bucks off contract, so I'll hold my breath. Yeah. If it was like the Nexus 5, 350, no contract, then I'd be a little bit more excited. Mm. But until then, it's still just a feature phone. Sign your soul away to AT&T for two years. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Yeah. I've been with AT&T before, and I've been with Verizon before. Those two are the worst. You have the scars to prove it. Yeah, I got the mental. I got I get nightmares sometimes. AT and T comes crashing down to my house. Mm. Yeah. So uh, let's move on. Um, oh, the other interesting thing that they announced with this phone, the first ever I think from any major company, uh, unlimited or free unlimited cloud storage for photos. Yes. You you read about that, right? Yeah, I did. What are your thoughts? One of my thoughts: they can afford it. Cause they pretty much like are the leaders in uh, server the server business. So they are the internet, effectively. Yeah, they drive a lot of traffic. I'm just gonna say that. Hmm. Not surprised that they're trying to push this as like a selling feature, but at the same time, it feels like they're run out of features to sell you on, or hmm. they're really scared about selling you on the features they have tried to sell you on, which were the gimmicky features, and then now they're just gonna. They sort of just push this little feature and say, like, yeah, you guys can upload as uh, many photos as you want onto our cloud storage. Hmm. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more impressed by that than the actual like 3D dynamic perspective. Motion feature. sickness. Yeah, I'm more, I'm more, I'm more, uh, I'm more ecstatic about that rather yeah. than uh, the other stuff. Yeah. Besides Fire Phone, that runs Fire OS, right? Yes, it does. Now yeah, tell me more about Fire OS. Android. Uh, or tell uh, me more about Fire OS. A uh, bit of a segue. You you said that you you got um you, you used the Fire tablet for a brief while and got yeah, to experience the, uh, Fire tablet HD X I think 
Yes. <laughs> HDX 2.58. HDX. <laughs> Model it was the, 2. Like, top of the line one that was trying to compete with the iPad Air. Mm. Uh, hardware wise, it was great. Like the hardware was fantastic. The only thing I didn't like was the placement of the physical buttons, but that's okay. The hardware was just gorgeous. Mm. Thin, light, everything. Display was crisp, bright. Uh, pixel density was superb. The ren font rendering was just absolutely fantastic. The OS, on the other hand, Fire OS is just a humbling, bumbling mess. It's it's more of a it's more of a cashier than an actual operating system. A cashier? Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's like a shopping kiosk. Right. Right, right. Fire OS is a monster. Not in a good way, too. It's like a bad way. Like it's a fork of Android. So, while you do get the integration with uh Android apps, like separate APKs you download off the internet, you don't get the Google Play Store, which makes finding the apps you want harder. And the selection on Amazon's uh, store for apps is not on par enough with Google Play. So if you can't find the app you want on the Amazon one, you have to go online and dig for the ones that uh, people have released online download those and side load them which is just install from side the load that will win lots of mainstream customers yeah <laughs> I, I ch that's what i ended up doing and it was just a pain hmm. and like if it was a pain for me it's gonna be like near impossible for right. the uh, average layman to use wait so, so does fire os come with google apps by no. default no. So if you want Gmail, Calendar, Google Plus, <laughs> um, you would actually have to do that process you just described, or it yes. wouldn't it wouldn't be yes. available on the Amazon App Store. No, no. How exactly Google, does that? Or, go on. Google has a very uh, strict set of rules for OEMs to yeah. use their version of Android. See, there's two versions of Android. There's the Android Open Source Project AOSP. Which has all like the free stuff, free as in, uh, uh, free as in uh, freedom and all that jazz. But it doesn't freedom, have all the Google quote. branded apps like like Gmail, uh, YouTube, Chrome, like all those the Google Photos. Yeah, hell, even the Google Camera, the specialized Google to mention Camera. Google Plus. Yeah, those are those are Google branded and they come with a licensing terms. And Google licenses their suite of applications for Android on very strict terms for OEMs. Mm. Some of the rules include not selling any other uh, device with another OS other than Android. There was a very good Ars Technica article about the split between Google's Android and the open source project, AOSP Android. And I, I would encourage you to give it a read. Mm. It's really good. Um, so Amazon decided to fork the AOSP version of Android, like the back end, and they converted the front end to their own version and called it Fire OS. When it debuted, Fire OS 1, when the Fire HD came out a couple of years back. Now it's on version 2, I believe. I don't know if they've ever released version 3, 
but uh, it's it's better than when it was before, but it's still pretty bad. So what exactly does it look like when you're on the home screen? So you know you have the traditional iPhone approach where you have a grid of icons. It's got a carousel, just... Tony. And <laughs> I remember seeing that like on the very top. It's like you see you flip yeah. through like a carousel, and then there are yeah. there's like a grid of app icons for your most frequently. Yeah. So there's a carousel, like you flip through your magazine, magazines, your... It's it's very weird. That's all I can describe. Like when I was using it, the carousel felt really weird because I'm like really organized. I want X, Y, Z to appear in A, B, C order mm. and like different sections for doing stuff. The carousel sort of groups it all together, which I didn't like. And it was really awkward trying to navigate to your app drawer and your app drawer also has a link to the Amazon store to get more apps. I don't know. You, it's it's a very weird experience on Fire OS. And every time you try to do something that's like things you expect to do on like an iPad or a Nexus tablet, you sort of it's sort of trying to sell you something. Hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. very weird. Yeah, going along those same lines. It was a kind of just thinking of Amazon as a smartphone maker, just a hardware maker, is still kind of new, right? Just seeing the yeah. Apple or the Amazon logo at the back of the phone, the screenshots, it feels very um, like you're like you're on the shopping spree, right? <laughs> you're not really using your phone, which is completely yeah. different. Where you're consuming. See, their bottom content. line is trying to to sell you stuff, right? Whereas most people use their phone for, or lots of people use their phone for you know, connecting with people, you know, using Twitter or whatever. Whereas this is more geared towards the, you know, millions of Amazon Prime subscribers that, you know, Amazon cares deeply about. Yeah. Like I said, it, Amazon, Amazon's bottom line for its operating system and its hardware division is completely <clears throat> different from Google's or Apple's. Like Apple just sells you the hardware. The OS, they don't really care if you buy anything. The hardware is where they make their money. Mm -hmm. Google, it's the ads. So they don't care if you actually buy anything as long as you can see their ads. Uh, advertisers pay them more money to display right. their ads on more phones. Amazon trying to sell you stuff. So when they make hardware with their own operating system, you have to be kind of wary about what the operating system's focus is actually on. Is it mm. actually on the productivity like user productivity side or is it actually trying to sell you ads or is it actually trying to sell you stuff to buy off Amazon yeah. which is kind of odd <laughs> so you're going to really love the other features then with uh, the Fire Phone they, they have these uh, dedicated buttons for, for uh, Mayday yeah the yeah. customer support yeah, yeah. button so one click away you have a stranger telling you how to use your own phone. <laughs> trying to build up uh, Amazon brand loyalty, I guess. Hi, Joseph Chang. Would you like to purchase uh, a, a next round of toilet paper? We that see that... That <laughs> was actually on the tablet. I just never used it. Wow. I feel kind of awkward <laughs> if I ever wanted to try it. <laughs> I, I would have used it day one. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, someone's telling me how, do I can, how I can use my phone. <laughs> And there was also that feature where it tracks your head and stuff, and it tracks a bunch of other stuff. And I, 
identifies like everything, which is kind of weird too, because it's trying to sell you stuff by identifying it. Oh, they call it um, Firefly technology, or just Firefly. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that. So that reminded me of an app that they released many years ago called Flow, where uh-huh. it's a similar concept. You point your phone at any object, and it would show you the Amazon product listing. Yeah, yeah. But with Fire, I think Google had that too. They had the camera thing where it would identify just by taking a picture yeah, of it. Yeah, they call it Google Goggles for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And this one takes it to the next step because you're not just using your phone to, uh, you know, look up items to buy on Amazon. You're also using it for other purposes. So you can hold your phone up to a phone number and then save it or call that number or an email a name. Uh, I don't know what other use cases are there. Um, did they say face recognition as well? I would not be surprised if they didn't do face. I would be surprised if they didn't do face recognition. That's in everything now. Now that would be awesome. Just point your phone at a random stranger and readily identify who to they sell are. You, just sell you faces and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It's like it's Amazon's primary goal is trying to sell you stuff, and they're. I'm pretty sure they're anticipating people to point it at objects, and then it's going to identify it and going to point you to an Amazon listing. Right. Right. And now they have a dedicated button just to do that. Oh, Amazon, what are you doing? You <laughs> Speaking stick to selling stuff. So the other dedicated button, I think they have a dedicated button for um, the camera as well. Thank God. They have I a lot of buttons. They have a lot of buttons on this phone. I, I, I'm yeah. starting to realize that I assume they have volume buttons. Uh, I don't know That's how you activate given, it. I, I think they have a lock, lock button as well to activate the phone. That's given. Yeah, what happens if you if if your phone is locked and you press like the Mayday button? I assume it no needs idea, your phone actually. needs to be unlocked unless before that that clicking it would actually work. Someone steals your phone, accidentally press the Mayday button, redirects to the local police. <laughs> wow, that'd be, that'd be a feature I would buy. Yes, <laughs> use my phone every day. weren't weren't uh, politicians trying to enforce a kill switch uh, in in smartphones? Yeah, 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 yeah. So Amazon and, just did it. <laughs> I mean, Apple's had that for with their Find My iPhone. Kinda. Yeah, they call they call it or what do they call call it for? It's like for a remote Apple. wipe or something. Or no, it's like um, if if your phone's locked, you have to enter your Apple ID, otherwise you can't use it. So it's essentially bricking the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean they have this thing where it's like find my iPhone, and then you can uh, if you have a uh, setting set, you can have it remote wipe it. Huh. So that's sort of a kill switch, but not really though. <laughs> yeah, man, Just you're waiting for my phone to combust in the thief's hands so they can't even <laughs> sell it. That's why they call it that fire phone, right? Uh. Starting forest fires, and he's at 11. <laughs> Thanks, Amazon. You know what would be a great kill switch? Yeah. Is if you expand Apple's a fingerprint scanner to the entire phone so that when you put it in your palm, it'll instantly recognize the holder. Oh, and if it finds <laughs> someone don't it give, doesn't don't recognize... Don't give Samsung any ideas, <laughs> The phone would spontaneously start to melt in that person's hand because oh, it cannot man. recognize that user. And with the four cameras in front of the Fire Phone, they can do facial recognition. Who knows? That the possibilities endless. You cannot, you cannot fake this phone uh, with your identity. Honestly, I don't anticipate the Fire Phone to sell that many units. I don't think it's going to take that big of a the foothold, to be yeah. honest. 
the OS in of itself is enough to not make me get it. Yeah. I feel like with the dynamic perspective, I really hate calling it dynamic perspective. It makes me sound like an asshole. Um, <laughs> I'd rather call it 3D, even though I'm not sure if it is called, if, if that's the same thing. But anyways, uh, let's, let's just call it 3D for now. <laughs> 3D. I, <laughs> I feel like if you add that 3D to the already ongoing problems as you just described with Fire OS, it's just another another layer of complexity that they haven't really solved with with the UI. It's a solution to no problem. Exactly. That's, that's the thing. It's it's not solving anything. It's just right. there. The adding so. features before fixing the ones that already exist or the problems yeah. that already exist. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe Amazon. Maybe this won't end up like the fire tablet lines mm. maybe this will be like the big hit blockbuster hit yeah. who knows hey joseph your room is incredibly dark i can barely see you now it's like talking to some <laughs> anonymous stranger on the other hand <laughs> the switch to my lamp is on the other side of the room so first world problems man <laughs> first world problems wow i can see you wow Let's turn up the brightness. LED backlighting on the MacBook Air is just bright, bright, bright. Uh, oh, speaking of brightness, apparently the, uh, I, I don't know about uh, the uh, Fire Phone. They said something, it, it seems really bright, apparently, or they called it 550 nits, whatever that, I assume that's some sort of. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's because they're uh, also selling ebooks, so they wanted to also be an e-reader that you could read out in really bright sunlight so that would uh, definitely help out i guess but did they say anything about battery life i don't i could not find anything with that i would assume it's the standard one day but you never know maybe yeah. all those features will try to weigh down the battery life yeah we'll have to probably wait till anantech gets their hands <laughs> on one and does a f really thorough uh, hardware test on it yeah and i was looking at the photos of the phone it's it's quite thick for, for your standard smartphones these days. I guess it's probably for the battery then. Yeah. That's yeah. probably why. <laughs> All those cameras and that really bright screen, they really need to put a battery in there. Really yeah. hefty battery, so it lasts yeah. semi-decently. I mean, design-wise, it looks very similar to an iPhone. Not yeah. as, you know, well, you know, aesthetically pleasing, but it's very similar. Like if you had to tone down the iPhone's design to a certain degree, it might look something like uh, the Fire Phone. Seems like everybody's trying to copy the iPhone. It's been happening for the last seven years now. Uh, yeah. What other features are there, um, or could we talk about with the Amazon phone? There. Uh... Firefly, honestly, Mayday. Honestly, I, I don't care much for the Amazon. <laughs> it is one ninety nine. Oh yeah, interesting. It starts at thirty two gigs of storage space. I hope this trend continues. <laughs> Which kind of makes the uh, unlimited. Well, I guess, I um, to me thirty two is is more than enough, uh, or, or is a lot for me anyways. <laughs> I have a thirty two gigabyte iPad Air, and that one's actually perfect so far for me yeah 16 gigs to constraint i'm hoping that 32 will be the standard for the upcoming smartphone in the future yeah that's my hope yeah iphone 6 fingers crossed fingers yeah. crossed yeah all right so what other what other uh topics should we 
discuss. There was the uh, T-Mobile Uncarrier. Ah, yes. That was at 6 o'clock today. Is in Seattle as well? Yes. Oh. Is that where their headquarters is? I have no idea. Huh. Interesting. I think so, actually, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. Adobe had a conference this morning at the same time, I believe. Why is everybody having the same conference (laughs) the same day? I don't understand. I mean, Adobe... Their conference basically just released a new pen, a stylus pen and software and creative uh, cloud. integration with for iPads and stuff. Yeah. And Creative Cloud updates. Uh, the T-Mobile one, they had uh, they're basically letting any music streaming service not count towards the bandwidth allotment. Uh, How exactly could they allowed. pull that off? They. Do they even have the leverage to, to dictate that, or, or how how exactly does that work? I mean, they have the internet. They control the internet like routing servers. So it's just a matter of telling the servers Hmm. to not count that kind of traffic from these uh, content servers to be counted towards the subscriber uh, data allotment. And is that for all T-Mobile subscribers? Yep. Sweet. And they're also partnering with Rhapsody for a, a service, Rhapsody Unradio, huh. where you get free, all T-Mobile customers on Android and iOS get free uh, music streaming. So I'm looking forward to that. Next Rhapsody. Monday. I have not heard of that. Is that a... It used to be Napster. Napster. Yeah, back in 1997, I don't know. So what does it, it do now? It used to be Napster, but now it's this music streaming service. Hmm. Yeah. I, I haven't heard of these uh, music streaming services. This must Na- be one Rhapsody of the first. Rhapsody is actually like the second biggest <laughs> in the world. Huh. So, I'm just kind of surprised you haven't heard of it, because I still remember <laughs> I, I literally have not heard relevant. about this. This is the first, or I might have heard it in passing, but I always assumed the big players were Spotify, um, now they are RDO I don't know anyone that uses RDO honestly I think RDO is just one of those hipster <laughs> those, those one of those hipster internet streaming services <laughs> Spotify yeah everyone the on my one. Twitter stream does <laughs> I mean uh, Spotify is the biggest one RDO I don't know anybody that uses that honestly Pandora is the other good one too but yeah Rhapsody is actually a pretty big one that mm a lot of people use it's just no one talks about it because it's not like web 2.0 fresh hmm. it's not it's not very hip with the pop tech uh, crowd hmm. cool. so yeah that was one of the big announcements oh they're letting people test drive an iPhone 5s on their network for a week for free for free test out the network yes no strings attached no strings attached you go to the store you fill out some paperwork Put on, give a card, I bet, and then you whoa, walk whoa, out with paperwork. an iPhone 5S, you test drive their network for a week, come back to any T-Mobile store, return it. No strings attached. No strings attached. Will John Ledger uh, personally hand this phone to me when I show up at any T-Mobile I wish. store? I I'm, I'm hoping he has a teleportation device they haven't revealed <laughs> yet at the next Uncarrier event. <laughs> T-Mobile is now making a phone. Wait, no, they already made a phone, right? Or... Or T-Mobile how, branded, never. Or are they partnered with um, Android, right? Or they partnered Google. with HTC or, way back. 
Right. I think there was the Sidekick, one of the first Android phones. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, yeah. T- the Sidekick too. That's yeah. right. Uh, I totally forgot about the Sidekick one. Yeah. yeah. That was actually really popular amongst middle schoolers back way back when. I remember my sister always wanted a Sidekick. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm actually that one week iPhone 5s for the thing. That one I'm actually very. Con- I'm considering that because my dad actually, my family actually wants to switch over to T-Mobile, but we're not entirely sure how the service will work, especially at their workplaces. Hmm. So that actually might we might actually play around with that for a week and then uh, oh, see how I- that goes. I assume that you were already on T-Mobile for your phone. I mean, I'm on T-Mobile, but they want to test it. They have oh, places they where aren't. they are, so they're going to test it out, the places they are most of the day to see if the service is actually uh, mm. decent over yeah. there. Right. So, Just uh, from my own personal experience, uh, depend. it really does depend on where you are. Like when you're living in a major city, yeah. I think you're, it's pretty reliable. I, I mean, I just living in San Francisco... Yeah, I I rarely encounter situations where I have zero signal whatsoever. Yeah, right? uh, I was briefly in San Leandro one summer, and service yeah. pretty much stunk. <laughs> when yeah. I was inside, could not get any signal at all. Yeah. I I would literally have to climb on onto my bed and hold the phone up to the roof ceiling, yeah. and you know barely any. Yeah, the building construction <laughs> definitely contributes to the, which is par- partially why. <laughs> They are very hesitant because yeah. traditionally T-Mobile has not been too kind with yeah. uh, the buildings they work in. So maybe they uh, can let us test drive a cell tower for a week. Just <laughs> just carry it in a backpack wherever you go, so you have constant connectivity. I'm just waiting for them to roll out the Voice over LTE. <clears throat> voice over they, LTE. What's that? Yeah, they're actually it's uh, basically it's like Voice over IP except over LTE just basically just internet calling or no simultaneous voice and data usage on your phone cool so and quote unquote hd audio so would would that eliminate uh calling minutes in effect since they're using they'll still charge you it's not it's not entirely like voice over ip it's it's just you can use voice the voice connection over the lte network and the result is, is it better than regular calling or? Allegedly, higher yeah. quality uh, audio. Hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm just hoping for, the, I'm just waiting for them to roll that out. But they said they're not going to finish rolling it out to the end of 2014. So, hmm. it's got a ways to wait. I think Verizon and AT&T are rolling those out too. And <clears throat> who knows what Sprint's doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, apparently there's a rumor that Sprint, or it's been an ongoing rumor that Sprint and T-Mobile would hook up and uh, become a consolidated company. Didn't I don't you, want that to happen. Didn't you uh, write a, a blog post like, several years ago about AT&T and T-Mobile trying to shack up as well? Do you remember that? Yeah, I don't see that happening with the FTC. I don't think the uh, FTC is going to let that happen, honestly. And even if they did, I don't want Sprint to become one with T-Mobile. <laughs> Unless it's T-Mobile's brand and T-Mobile's operating uh, managerial structure remains intact and Sprint's managerial like 
structure gets wiped off the face of the earth. Because whoever's managing Sprint right now, uh, they're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> well, what happened last time when AT&T attempted to acquire T-Mobile? FTC shot him down straight to hell and back and paid T-Mobile a healthy sum of $1 billion. How exactly does that work? Like, you're trying to acquire a company, and then the government says no. It's regulations, baby. And then, and then what? The, there's some sort of law that says, oh, if I attempt to acquire a company and the government says no, I have to pay the company I was trying to acquire. Oh, no. AT&T wrote that in their contract. AT&T? Why would AT&T write that into their contract? It's uh, to entice, to entice T-Mobile to uh, at least discuss <laughs> the idea. Uh-huh. Because both of them knew they'd get in trouble with the FTC. It's just, it's right, just right. up to them, up to AT&T to convince the FTC that would be a good right. idea, which inevitably wasn't, a, uh, wasn't enough. <laughs> the funniest so, uh, and the contract says AT&T, if it doesn't pass, AT&T pays T-Mobile a billion dollars. Just a billion. Throw, just throw, uh, throw a billion here, a billion there. AT&T <laughs> does a lot more than cellular service, so they yeah. get a lot of money from a lot of different sources. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. A billion dollars is a lot of money, though. Yeah. The funny thing is uh, the CEO of T-Mobile, he, he took that opportunity to, to make fun of AT&T on a number of occasions, saying how he used, or the company used that money to buy that um, spectrum, that exactly. valuable spectrum for... It's the greatest, it's the funniest story <laughs> of the, the last, like, two years. Talk about the biggest FU <laughs> we've uh, you've heard I don't about know what the AT&T executives were thinking. What were they expecting to happen? <laughs> They they essentially just handed them a check. Hey guys, exactly. you're 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 uh, we're you know the top top dogs in the uh, telecom industry, but uh, here's a billion dollars. Yeah. Take it. Well, and it's AT and T's mistake for trying to test the waters. I mean, that's not gonna. I'm surprised Sprint's trying to do it too, because uh, even though Sprint's not the first or second uh, biggest mm. telecom. Uh, company in the United States it's still like only it's still one of the only four viable telecom companies in the United States and for them to merge with T-Mobile would make three large cellular services uh, I don't think that would play well with the FTC either competition uh, consolidated competition I don't know if 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 Sprint does acquire T-Mobile, I wish they would just keep the T-Mobile staff. Just fire Sprint. Mm. Fire the Sprint staff. Fire the Sprint CEO. If only Marissa Mayer was the head of T-Mobile, then that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think John, uh, what's his face? Ledger. I don't even yeah, know how to pronounce, I can't pronounce his last name. Ledger. He's got a pretty good... If he was CEO of the of the merged uh, company at the end, I would be happy because he seems to know where it's going to go. <laughs> and as long as SoftBank uh, CEO, Sun Maya Toshi or Maya whatever, mm. as long as he just plays like the financing role and a little bit of advising, I think mm. I'd be content with that. Mm. But if they still keep Sprint CEO, like, nope, jumping ship. I don't mm. know where I'm going to go, but I'm going to jump ship. Mm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Do you uh, want to talk about any other topic, or because uh, I have a couple more, but um, we could start to wrap this up if you like. What are your uh, thoughts, Joseph? 
honestly, I've sort of after with the graduation and moving and congratulations, just, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Everyone glad to be unemployed. <laughs> Any of you listeners out there, I am uh, unemployed and I'm available for hire or dating, whichever one you would prefer. <laughs> <laughs> so, on it, yeah, I'm just with all of that, I'm just like fallen off the face of the internet for a while yeah yeah and it's been really but you awesome. still have this podcast to fall on oh absolutely i can yeah. you, i can never let go of this podcast i love hearing myself <laughs> and, you, and you talk i had uh i had you uh, sign a lifetime contract lifetime uh, to contract. do this so yeah uh, if i quit i have to pay you a billion dollars <laughs> uh, made the same mistake at&t did <laughs> all right so, well, thank you, Joseph. I think we had a good discussion. Mm-hmm. But uh, best of luck to you in your journey. Mm-hmm. I'll be sure. Uh, I'll be sure to root for you every step of the way. All right. All right. Take care.